Let me take you back. Back to a time of innocence. A time before television. A time where the whole family would gather around the radio to listen to their favorite radio program. Anything from Fibber McGee and Molly to Jack Benny. So let me take you back in an old-time radio comedy time machine. Available on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and YouTube, or any of your favorite podcasting platforms. CBS Radio Mystery Theater presents... In the zoo, in the house of the giant primate, there is a mirror with bars over it, as though it were a cage. It is the last cage that you see before you leave. There is a sign over this mirrored cage that reads, the most dangerous animal in the world. You are looking into the mirror, and you see yourself. Two such creatures are facing each other in the center of a prize room. One minute and ten seconds left in round eight. Nobody expected the fight to last this long. Tiger Vincent has pounded the ex-champ mercilessly from the first bell. Why doesn't the referee stop the fight? He's down. The ex-champ is down. The referee waves Tiger to a neutral corner. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Something is wrong. The doctor is coming into the ring. What, what is it? What did he say? He's dead. Max Thompson, the ex-champ, is dead. A mystery drama, a most dangerous animal, was written especially for Mystery Theater by Sidney Sloan and stars Fred Gwynn. It is sponsored in part by Cat's Paw, Heels and Souls. I'll be back shortly with Act One. morning after the big fight. The newspapers, radio, television, all the media are telling the story, repeating in detail the fatal beating the old ex-champ took from Tiger Vincent. Pictures taken during the fight are on the front pages. Pictures of the widow and her three children are to be found in the center fold. The old... Uh-huh. What does he know? A guy gets knocked off in the ring, the fans love it. That's what they come for. And that's what I gave him. Action. He wants you to come to his office and talk to him. Look, Dusty, you're my trainer and my manager. You go see him and make excuses. Yeah, I told him I'd come, but he wants to talk to you. 
I don't think he likes you, Tiger, from what he said. I know he doesn't. He'd like to suspend me. I know that. He's important to your career. It wouldn't hurt you to be nice once in a while. He's the commissioner. You didn't even say you were sorry. Okay, okay, okay. What are you building up to? I know you didn't come here to pay me a social visit. Uh, the commissioner, off the record, suggested it would be a decent thing if you donated half your next purse in a fund. Half for... my next purse? Dusty, you out of your skull. I'll be fighting a champ. It'll be the biggest money I ever got. And you want me to hand it over to... Now, Max Thompson's widow. She needs it, Tiger. What is this? Widows and uh, orphans' welfare I'm, I'm fighting for? She's got no money. Three kids in school. Tiger, you were responsible. The answer is no. I was in the ring. He could have killed me. So he got it. Tough luck. I'm willing to give up half my cut. <laughs> Go ahead. You got my permission. Now, get out. I need my beauty sleep. Uh, Commissioner, I, I haven't really had a chance to talk to him about it. He, yeah, I'm working on him about your suggestion of giving half the money to a fund for the widow. Yeah. Well, thanks for calling, Commissioner. Goodbye. Come in. Hi, Dad. Oh, Lori, baby. Come in, come in. I thought you and the kids were down in Texas. You never said nothing about coming east. Yeah, well, I had to come. Aren't you glad to see me? Oh, sure, baby. I uh, left the kids with Mame. They're in good hands. Uh, Tagger around? He's over at the gym, working out. Oh, good. I didn't want to see him just yet. Not until I had a chance to talk it over with you. You know what a violent temper he has. Yeah. Well, what's on your mind, Laurie? Tiger and I have been separated for nearly two years. Yeah, I know. I thought it would be better for me and the kids if we got away from them. You know, far away. Well, is it money? Because I don't need much to live on, and you with the two kids... Dad, you're giving me enough. He should be doing something for the kids, not you. And I don't care about myself. I'm all right. Got a job as a waitress in the cocktail bar. Oh, honey, I don't want you doing that kind of work. Well, there's nothing wrong with it. I make good tips. We're making out. But there's something else. That's why I came to see Tiger. You want to see him? Remember the last time I was afraid for your life? The way he acted, I thought he was going to kill you. I'm not afraid of him, Dad. He's getting worse. He killed Max, a nice guy. He didn't have to. He knew Max was way past his prime. Tiger could have won easy. But no, he had to go for the kill. I honestly don't think he's right in the head anymore. Why do you stay with him? The next fight is my last one with him. I'm taking my cut and I'm quitting. I've had enough. Yeah, that's the way I felt when I walked out. I knew he'd kill me or I'd... Don't. Please, don't say that, Lori. Don't ever say things like that. Yeah, okay, all right. You're right. Tiger sure brings out the worst in people. But I gotta see him, Dad. That's why I made the trip. Well, what do you want to see him about? 
I want a divorce. He said he'd never give you one. I know. But I've met someone else, and he's kind and good, and he loves me. And you? I love him, too. I want to marry him. He'd be good for the kids. I mean, to have him for a father. Say, Dusty, I just got a call from me. Well, well, well. Look who's here. The runaway. Hello, Tiger. So, what do you want, Laurie? Hmm? Money? Don't ask for money. You walked out on me. I don't want your money. I came here to ask you for a divorce. Forget it, baby. I ain't going along. I thought we could do it in a friendly way. <laughs> you mean just agreeing to disagree? That's the way civilized people would do it. Baby, haven't you heard? I ain't civilized. That's what the newspapers are saying. They're calling me Killer Vincent now. Killer Vincent. So that's what he said, Jack. I told you when I spoke to you over the phone yesterday, there was no reason for you to come up here. Well, look, maybe if I talk to No. Him... He won't listen to me. He wouldn't listen to you. Especially not to you. So, the money you spent for the plane ticket was wasted. I'm going to talk to him. Lori, I love you. I want you to marry me. Jack, he will beat you up. He's got a terrible temper. And he'd like to hurt you. Cripple you. You make him sound like he's some kind of a monster. Now, take my word for it. He is. Well, you know, it is possible to get a divorce without any agreement from him. Oh, yeah, sure. But he'd fight it. And he wouldn't care how much it cost him. He could do it. Hire lawyers. I haven't got that kind of money. Well, neither have I. I'm going to see him, Laurie. I've got to. He's got to listen. Mr. Vincent? Yeah? I'm, uh, I'm Jack Huggins. Okay. Where are you from? Where? Uh, I'm from Texas. Houston. Yeah, and you want an interview, huh? Yeah. Got your photographers? What? Yeah. To get my pictures, mister. Come on, don't waste my time. I'm working out. Let's go. No, no, no. You got it wrong, Mr. Vincent. Hey, hey, hey. Listen. Cut out that Mr. Vincent stuff. I am Killer Vincent. Don't you guys down there in Texas read the sports pages? I'm not a sports writer. Then who are you? Who, what are you doing? Hey. Hey, Gunder. Gunder! Yeah, Tiger? Who let this creep in here? I don't know. I guess he just came in. Yeah. Well, Mr. Creep, beat it, huh? Get out. You know, I don't like being called that. Oh, you don't? <laughs> He's got something terrible. Hey, listen. Better get out while you still got a chance. Creep. Now, look, Mr. Vincent. I've got something very important to talk to you about. And I'm not leaving until you hear it. Yeah? Supposing I don't want to hear it. Well, then I'll make you hear it. Hey, look. I want to give you five seconds to disappear like the big Texas wind just blew you away. Huh? Or? Or, just about a week ago, I killed a man in the ring. You read about that in your little Texas paper? Yes. I read how you killed a tired old ex-champ just to prove how tough you were. Why, you... Not! Okay. Okay, now you know, huh? Hey, get up, huh? Hey, get up! Hey, Gunder. Yeah. Better call a doc. <laughs> this, this guy's out cold. He hit me without warning. Just lie quietly. 
Lucky he didn't hit you hard. Jack here was sprawled out on the floor when I come in, and the doc was helping him come, too. I'm no featherweight. I weigh as much as he does. I could give him a good fight if I had a chance. He hit me without warning. That's the kind of man he is, Jack. I told you not to talk to him about us. What did he hit you for? Just for being there, I guess. For not being a reporter or a photographer. He thought I was coming to interview him for a paper. Well, maybe now you'll listen to me. I warned you not to see him. He's a dangerous man. Laurie, down home, we've got big rattlers. You've seen them. You know what we do about them? We take steady aim and blow their heads off. Oh, come on, Jack. Now, now you're just talking. When you meet a snake, a poisonous snake, you do something about it. Jack, I don't like to hear you talking like that. Come on, laugh it off. Just steer clear of him. Think of it as something that happened that wasn't important at all. It's important to me, Laurie. I love you and I want to marry you. But I couldn't even think of marrying you with that... I don't know, with that, that insult to me. Hey, Tiger. Tiger. Yeah. You told me to tell you when he came in. He's here? Just went into his office. Okay, Governor. Thanks. Oh, Tiger. I just got here. Yeah, no, I, uh, I want to talk to you, Dusty. I want to talk to you, too. Good, then we can get it off our chest. Right? Okay, uh, you go first. Something eating on you? Uh, not exactly, Tiger, but uh, I'm getting on. I've been in this fight game for a lot of years. Yeah? I was a pretty good welter in my day. I got right up to the first contender. Yeah. Then Harry Kipps busted your jaw and busted your chances for the title. Yeah, that's right. So I quit. Hmm. Number one contender, and I quit. Retired. I knew when to quit, Tiger. I went along teaching guys like you how to handle themselves in the ring. You never had anybody as good as me. And you know it. That's right. No one like you before. Nearly four years, isn't it? I found you a little punk. Okay, okay, okay. I heard that story. I'm getting sick of it. I just want you to know that after I win the championship... You're out. I see. After you let me finish, I was going to tell you the same thing. Hmm? My last job. I'm taking my cut. It'll be a big one. And I'm retiring. Well, then it works out just fine. I've been talking to Big Bill Braden. What? Him? I don't like the way you said him. He's a crook, Tiger. A syndicate mobster. Well, he's going to be my manager. Oh, and another thing. You're going to find you haven't got such a big hunk coming from the next fight. Well, what do you mean? I know how much it's going to be. That was all worked out before when we signed the contract. Bill Braden is getting the manager's cut, Dusty. Oh, come on, Tiger. I was dependent on that. In four years, I never made much with you. Well, I was okay. I didn't mind. I was bringing you along. Ah, shut up. This was going to be my one big take. You're going to get your trainer's money. Peanuts. I can't retire on that. That's all you're going to get. And if you ain't happy with it, tell Braden. 
See if he'll give it to you. And that's all? That's all, old man. Vincent walks out the door and lets it slam shut on his old manager trainer. The old man sits looking into space, seeing all his plans for his future crumbling. He knows that Tiger Vincent can do as he pleases and get away with it. But Willie, the hatred Tiger has generated is like a volcano, which has remained quiet for many years then suddenly bursts into molten lava and fiery destruction. I'll be back shortly with Act Two. It is a week before Tiger Vincent fights the heavyweight champion for the world title. The sports sections of the newspapers report that the betting is eight to five in favor of the contender. Killer Vincent, they're calling him, and the word is going around that the killer will win by a knockout in the fifth round. All this gossip has disturbed the boxing commission, and Dusty has just gotten a call at his little office in the gym. You think what, Commissioner? I don't, I don't care where you hear those things. It isn't true. The fight next Saturday night at the sports arena is going to be on the up and up. As Tiger's manager, I give you my word that I... What? Where'd you hear that? Bill Braden. Yeah, well, he don't come into the picture till I resign. I'm still in charge. When? Right after the fight. Yeah. Uh, thanks for calling. Hey, Dusty. Who were you talking to? Oh, Tiger. I just heard the end of the conversation. Who was it? The commissioner. Yeah? What did he want? Tells me there's lots of talk about the fight being fixed. Where do you hear that? Around. You know how that kind of talk gets around when the bottom man gets a higher percentage in the betting? Who says I'm the bottom man? Oh, come on. Tiger, when you win the championship, then you'll be the top man. Right now, you're still second. Yeah? Right now, the champ's manager knows I can beat him. Beat the champ? How? He just knows. That's all. The champ's over the hill. He told you? No. But he told someone else. And that someone else is Big Bill Braden. Shut up. I never said that. I don't believe it. It just seems to me a little funny that the champ's manager should be spilling out to Big Bill. What's so funny about that? He's a businessman. Braden's a businessman. Just talking business. Like maybe you should take a dive and let the champ win? Is that it? I told you before, keep your big mouth shut. Sure, sure, sure. I always thought he was smart. He's going to be good for you, Tiger. Real good. You want to know how it's going to be? How? It gets out that the champ isn't looking so good in training, right? Like he's overtrained. Stale. 
His sparring partners are able to get him. One of them catches him with a lucky left and he goes down. This gets out. It's supposed to be a secret, but... That press hears about it. Yeah. When they ask the champ's manager, he says it ain't true and he laughs about it. Get it? Smart. But they all know something is wrong in the champ's camp. Is that clear? Like a dirty window. What? Oh, nothing. Go on. Yeah. Well, the whole idea is to get everyone thinking that the champ is... Gonna lose the fight. Yeah. You know what this does? Mm-hmm. Sends up the odds on you to win. I'm eight to five right now. By Saturday, it could be nine to five. Maybe two to one. Hey, this is a great idea. The champ and his manager bet on him to win. This makes it look kosher. And you and Big Bill bet on the champ, too? We get the money placed around through friends. And you take a dive. In the tenth. We'll clean up with the bookies. Then six months later, I get a return. This time, I win. The smart money will be on me. Tiger, it's crooked and dirty. Uh, Your scheme makes me sick. Okay. So what are you going to do about it? I don't sing, Tiger. I just personally don't like it. You know, Dusty, I've been thinking you should get a break. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you a cut of the betting. That'll be bigger than the manager's cut. No, thanks. I'll get by without it. Thanks, just the same. Mouth shut. I told you that. You know what could happen if... You don't have to tell me. I know everything there is to know about your new manager. I want to wish you both all the success you deserve. Thanks. You know, uh, you can still come in on a deal. Just bet your dough on the champ. You can't lose. No, Tiger. That'd be a sure thing. I would never bet on a fix. You see, I'm a sport. A real sport. I wouldn't enjoy it. Jack. Oh, come in. Lori, about yesterday. I thought you decided I was too much trouble and gone back to Houston. Oh, you're not going to get rid of me that easy. Where were you? Just looking around. What does that mean? Uh, I was sort of watching Tiger Vincent from a distance. Following you? Oh, you might call it that. Just looking for my opportunity. Oh, Jack, what kind of nonsense are you talking I'm waiting for the chance to give him back what he gave me. Then you'll be happy? When I see him laid out after I hit him. Laid out? Mm. What does that mean? Just what it sounds like. I'm going to lay him out like a dead gopher. Jack, do you love me? Darling, I told you that a million times. Tell me once more that you love me enough to forget all this childish revenge stuff. Lori, I love you, but you're not going to deprive me of the satisfaction of taking a poke at him. A poke? Right on the jaw when he isn't expecting it, the way he did to me. Oh. And you promise to run after you do it? <laughs> mm. How about some lunch? Nearly 12.30. No, no, thanks, Danny. I, I got a couple of little errands to do, but I'll be back later. Was there any more word from him? No. I tried to get him on the phone, talk to him 
break him down, but I can't reach him. Can't your father talk to him? Uh, not much chance there. He told Dad he was through as his manager. Fired him? Mm. You mean just before... Just before the championship fight? Yep. And not only that. He isn't going to give him his share of the fight money. The manager's share. That's the dirtiest... Hey, that reminds me. Anything arrive here for me? Arrive here? Yeah, uh, just a couple of things that I had sent up from home. I didn't want it sent to the hotel where I'm staying. Nothing came? I see. All right, let me know as soon as it does, hmm? Sure, sure. I gotta run now, Lori. I'll be back later. Oh, Lori. I didn't know you were here. Hi, Dad. If I'd have known you were here, I wouldn't have to fumble around for my keys with this package in my hands. What is it? I don't know. It's for Jack Huggins, care of me. Postman, give it to me downstairs as I was coming in. There's darn heavy. Oh, well, here, let me have it. Jack told me it was coming. Hey, it is heavy. I, uh... I'm gonna open it. Oh, honey, it ain't yours. It's not right to open something that isn't yours. I know, but I'm worried. Jack's acting kind of funny. Oh? What way? just still steaming about that punch Tiger gave him. He wants to get back at him, huh? Well, he says he just wants to give Tiger what Tiger gave him. A left to the jaw. But I think he's got more on his mind. And I think he's trying to hide it from me. I'm going to open the package. Uh, it looks like a shoebox. Yeah, it's so wrapped up in paper. You... Dad! Look! It's a revolver! <laughs> I brought it over here, Jack, because Lori was upset when she found it. What fool idea did you have to send in for a revolver? Oh, I don't know. It was a foolish idea. Yeah, I I know that now with my hands on it. But I couldn't ever use it. You better explain yourself to Lori if you want to get back into good standing with her. I hope she listens. Tiger Vincent isn't your problem, so stay away from him. Getting mixed up with him can only cause trouble. Is Lori at your place now? Well, she was when I left to come here. You think she'll talk to me? Well, let me go home first. I'll smooth things over. You come up in about uh, half an hour. Lori, you home? I'm in here, Dad. Lori, you all right? <laughs> well, what's the matter? <laughs> Lori, baby. What happened to you? I went to see him. I told him I just had to get a divorce. Then he got real angry when I told him I wanted to marry Jack. Now, don't talk. I'll go down and get you some ice cubes and a towel and bring that swelling down. I got cubes right here. He said he won't want you when I get through making you ugly. And he began to hit me. He pushed me out into the hall. Then I ran down the stairs. I didn't take the elevator. I was so ashamed for anybody to see how I looked. Those bruises are nasty. <laughs> Laurie, I'm taking you to the hospital. Nurse, I'm here to see Laurie Vincent. I'm sorry, but visiting hours are over. Please, I must see her. She's my fiancée. Jack, I'm glad you got here. And the nurse won't let me see Laurie. I came right over. Listen, Jack... He hurt her real bad. But don't you make a fuss. She's upset enough already. And the doctor's given her something so she'll sleep. 
Lori? Oh, honey. Oh, don't. Don't look at me, Jack. She'll be all right. As soon as that swelling goes down. Oh, Lori, honey. I love you. Oh, Jack. I'm glad for something. You didn't lose that wild Texas temper of yours. No, I didn't lose my temper. I'm just as calm as can be. I just know now. I gotta kill him. Lori tries to reason with Jack, but he won't listen. He pulls away from her and leaves the hospital room. Dusty goes after him, but he is not fast enough to catch him as the elevator door closes. Now Dusty is torn between two opposing thoughts. He hates Tiger for what he has done, but feels that Jack's contemplated action is wrong. There must be another way, he thinks, as he turns and slowly walks back to his daughter's hospital room. I'll be back shortly with Act Three. The crust on the volcano is starting to crack. Wisps of smoke reaching up into the air signal the beginning of a frightening eruption. And now Tiger Vincent... Killer Vincent is beginning to feel the heat that he has generated. The heat of the hatred he is responsible for. His confidence in himself, which he had been so sure of, is beginning to waver. He feels a sense of danger, and he does not know from what quarter it will come. Hello, Braden. It's me, Tiger. I'm sorry to party so early, but I uh, had to talk to you, uh, get your advice. I'm having a little trouble. It's my wife. Yeah, yeah. She walked out on me two years ago. No, 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 no. Nothing like that. I, I, I just couldn't take her anymore, and I, uh, well, uh, maybe I hit her a little. What? What? What happened this time? I, I did it again. No, no, no. Wait, 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 wait. Let, let me explain. Huh? She's in the hospital. Oh, hey, hey uh, Bill, I'll, I'll have to call you later. Uh, uh, someone just come in. Oh, hi, Dusty. Uh, you don't mind I use your phone? No, no, I don't mind. Uh, you uh, been to the hospital this morning? Just came. Yeah. Oh, uh, how is she? She's all right. Doctor says he'll let her come home. He means to my place tomorrow. Oh, that's good. Uh... Look, I'm, I'm sorry I hit her, but she got me all worked up. Yeah. Why ain't you in the gym? Uh, fight's in 36 hours, and I thought... I'm still your trainer till the fight's over. You were supposed to do light work today. A little running, some push-ups, 30 minutes on the heavy bag. Uh, I, I, I don't want to. I feel lousy. Uh, I didn't get any sleep last night. Oh, why not? My phone kept ringing. You didn't turn off the bell. I did. But you couldn't sleep. I couldn't. Yeah. It's what he said that kind of bothered me. Well, when he called the first time. Who said? 
Yeah, that punk that called me before I shut off the bell. What'd he say? I don't know. Uh, say, listen, Vesty, what's, what's the name of that guy that Lori's running around with? She ain't running around. He's a nice guy. And he wants you to give her a divorce so he can marry her. You don't want to stay married to her anyway, so why Wait, don't that, you... That ain't money of business. She's my wife and I can do anything I want about her. Then don't ask me for advice. I ain't asking for advice. I just want to know who that guy is who says he's got a gun and he's going to kill me on sight. You don't look good, Tiger. Not sleeping can be a Yeah, bad... yeah, yeah, that's right. But, but it ain't because I'm afraid of him. Why should you be afraid? You're Tiger Vincent. Killer Vincent. If you was to get him in the ring... <laughs> One punch and I kill him. But you're not going to get that chance. I know this guy. He's tough. He doesn't take any insults like you hitting him when he don't expect it. <laughs> Cooled him with one punch. That's what he says he's going to do to you. Cool you. Only you won't wake up. Yeah. He, uh, he, he said he had a gun. He has a gun. And he knows how to use it. I think I'll call the cops. Yeah, I think you should. Can't do any harm. But the main thing is, I don't want to see you worrying about it because worry will make you tired. It'll weigh you down so you look terrible in the ring Saturday night. Yeah, you're right. I gotta look my best. Don't worry about this guy. Right. I, I won't worry. Why should I worry? Maybe he isn't a good shot anyway. set to happen in the fifth. Okay. Do it your way. 
No, 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 wait, 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 wait. Yeah, yeah, you're right. We'll change it to the fourth round. Thanks, Dusty. Don't mention it. Good night. Have a pleasant dream. Hello? Jack, it's going to be the fourth. You got it? I got it, Dusty. Everything's set. Come on in. Better in the hospital, huh? Good to be out of there, isn't it? Yeah, there's no one's here. You expecting someone? I thought maybe... Jack? Oh, you can't expect him to come here after the way you behaved at the hospital. What about him being so childish, getting his gun from Texas? You told him you didn't want to see him anymore. What do you expect? That was two days ago. Then you do want to see him? Of course I do. <laughs> All right, I'll get in touch with him. He moved from the hotel. He took a room in a private house. Why? Why'd he move? Tiger's got the police looking for him. Police? Yeah. Tiger's got some bee in his bonnet that Jack's going to kill him. He says he keeps calling him at night and threatening him. Is that true? Is that really true? Uh, maybe. But I think it's just to throw a scare into Tiger. He hasn't had any sleep since Thursday. Dad, are you sure it's just to scare Tiger? That's what Jack tells me. But you're not sure. I... I don't know. You gotta find him. I gotta talk to him. Well, I'll try. But I don't have much time. This is Saturday and the fight's at the arena tonight. championship fight between Tiger Vincent and the champ. This has been the dullest championship fight in my memory. Tiger Vincent has hardly thrown a punch. What happened to the man they were all calling the killer a few months ago? Tiger looks tired, scared. He keeps looking over his shoulder as if he expects there's some danger behind him. This fight is a complete surprise. There's the warning buzzer. Maybe something will happen in the fourth round. Champ is up quickly, rushes to Tiger, who backs away, avoiding him. The champ is motioning for Tiger to get into the fight. The two men are in a clinch. The referee is having trouble breaking them apart. Tiger is holding on. Now the referee has them apart, and Tiger is looking over his shoulder again. He is scared about jumping. Tiger is down. He's laying on the canvas, covering his head. He wasn't hit by a blow. He just went down. It sounds like someone was shooting a firecracker. The referee is confused. He waves the champ to a neutral corner and is counting. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. The fight is over. It's been the most unbelievable experience of my career. A championship fight with hardly a punch thrown. I've never in my life seen anybody as scared as Tiger. 
Well, I'm worried about Jack. He said the police picked him up after he shot off the firecracker. And the look on Tiger's face when he heard them shooting off, it was worth the price of admission. <laughs> Jack sure paid him back for that punch in the jaw. Well, I'm worried. I called Megan. He's uh, gone over to bail him out. Could it be a serious charge again? Oh, maybe that's him. Oh, Jack. Oh, honey. Hi, Lori. As soon as you're free and can open your mouth, I'd like to talk to you. Oh, yeah, yeah, Dusty. Hi. What happened in court? Oh, Megan got me out on $500 bond. You gonna jump it and run back to Texas? Only if Lori comes with me. Well, I don't think there's much worry on that account. Megan says that he can get the divorce easily. Says that after Tiger hit Lori like he did, it's a cinch. Lori? Oh, Jack. I, uh, got some more news for you. The commissioner called me early this morning. About the fight? What else? Did you tell him about the fix? The Tiger was supposed to look like he was winning and then... No, no, no. I said I don't sing. And I meant it. The commissioner said he was declaring it no contest. Does that mean that nobody won? That's right. And the bookies aren't paying anybody. What's more, Tiger's been suspended indefinitely. I think we paid him back. You paid him back. No, Dusty. You took the gun away from me. <laughs> and substituted firecrackers. <laughs> I got a smart old man. Let us go back to that zoo we spoke of earlier. Let us look again into that mirrored cage with a sign over it that reads, The Most Dangerous Animal in the World. You know now that it is you who are the most dangerous, not the giant apes in the adjacent cages. After a moment or two, you turn and leave the House of Primates, wiser than when you entered. I'll be back shortly. Dusty, the old fighter, manager, trainer, stood at one of the gates of the airport to bid his daughter and his soon-to-be son-in-law goodbye. He kissed Laurie, shook hands with Jack, and was about to go when Jack produced a third flight ticket. You're coming with us, Laurie said. We need you. And your grandchildren need you. Say yes. Dusty just nodded. He was unable to speak. Our cast included Fred Gwynn, Robert Dryden, Terry Keane, and Mandel Kramer. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. And now, a preview of our next tale. I suppose mostly we just sat around and talked. About what? Mmm. Mm. Oh, this is truly delicious soup, Chandelard. Do you suppose I might have some more? Never say you to a native servant. You must always say thou. Why? Shall the empire totter on its foundation? Oh, talk to him any way you please. My dear Samantha, why are you angry? You pretend you don't know why I'm angry? That makes me angry. You still. Suppose you tell me why you're angry. I'm angry because once again you're up to your old tricks. 
Which one? Once again, you're out to take what belongs to me. What am I supposed to be taking this time? James. James? Yes, Sophia, James. But you won't get away with it, I'm warning you. You will not take James away from me. I'll do whatever I have to to stop you, even if I have to kill you. This is Tammy Grimes, inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time, pleasant dreams.